Hello everyone and welcome back to the memoirs through a blind woman's eyes. Uh! And this is the 12 Days of Christmas episode 11. But of, co of course again we start with Skip Ewing but this is another sad one. He's got one, he's got a couple songs that can... He's got some songs that'll kill you. I mean, this one basically talks about Santa's wife, how she sits at home and waits on him to get back home. Yeah. Because, you know, people, they always talk about Santa and how he's, you know, out on the, you know, basically out on the town for Christmas Eve. He's going, or, you know, going and doing all his stuff. Well, where's his wife? She sits at home and waits on him. Typical, you know. Wife things. And, uh... But, yeah. You know, he he's basically... They're basically telling her not to worry and stuff like that. But, yeah. It's pretty good, actually. Because if you, if you think about it, she's, she does. She sits at home and waits on him. But, yeah. The first time I heard it, it actually did make me think. It made me cry. I'm not going to lie. It got me. I mean, it doesn't get me every year as bad as Christmas Carol gets me. But you'll see why that song hits. And I'm, I'm saving that in tradition to the end. Because I do want to play that song again. Unless it comes on, then I'm going to start it. So I will stop the story abruptly and change it. If um, I will change the story if that song comes on because I do want to play Christmas Carol because of one of my traditions that I'm going to talk about today. The, the, the second to last episode of the series, episode 11. We are going to talk about my traditions, including the new ones I have this year. So... My traditions for Christmas, mind you, these are all what happened because I was alone. I made up all these traditions because I was alone. You know, I was alone. I had nobody. Of course, basically my family wouldn't come see me, blah, 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 because they believed these cops saying I wanted nothing to do with them, which that's not what I said at all. I just asked them to leave me alone for a while till I could get my apartment organized. I didn't want anybody seeing my messy ass apartment. But the cop went back and made a comment that I said, I want nothing to do with you. Now, most normal people, if somebody was to say that, they would go talk to them themselves and say, okay, is that really what you said? They'd let, they'd let things calm down first, and then they'd go confront them and say, hey, is that what you said? And find out the truth. But not my family, of course, because they're not normal. But, yeah. So, anyway, I was alone. And so I came up with my own traditions. I started getting a real tree because I knew how to take care of them because I went to horticulture at JVS. So I had my own tree. I enjoyed it. I had a boatload of fun taking care of it. Yeah, cleaning up the needles is the one big pain in the ass. But I really enjoyed cleaning up, you know, taking care of it. I enjoyed taking care of the tree. 
I did. It was fun. You know, watering it. Enjoyed playing Christmas music whenever I wanted to. Because my family, of course, Grinch, Scrooge, that's my family. They don't like Christmas music at all. If you wanted to play Christmas music, you had to play it on headphones. Once I got older. It was always, always, I had to, I had to play it on headphones when I was older. Because the boys grew out of Christmas music, you know. So I was able to just play it and not have to worry about anything happening. And I'm like, okay. Now I can just play it when I want. I don't have to wait on anybody. I can, I can play Christmas music whenever I want to. I, on Christmas Eve, I always, you know, watched at least something on TV. Tried to find something when I had a TV. When I had the lazy assistant who didn't want to help me, I took my TV out, but I would just play music. I would just constantly listen to the nonstop 24 hours of Christmas or 36 hours of Christmas, I believe is what it was. And I would listen to that straight and I would be drinking cocoa and having snacks. Well, so I had that tradition. And what I do is I would sleep under the tree that month. You know, especially Christmas Eve night, I would lay under the tree and have my buffet. <laughs> Which this year we're doing a Christmas Eve buffet and we're gonna watch a couple movies. I kind of adapted it because we don't have a tree. So I just adapted it and changed it around a little bit. So we're gonna watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Home Alone. That's at least two, and we possibly might watch Woodland Critter Christmas. Yeah, Darren, we might end up watching that too. Depends on what we decide to do. We haven't decided quite all that we're doing, but we know those two movies are gonna be, we're gonna watch both of those. We have um, our Christmas buffet, we have fudge, we have chocolate, Reese's Christmas trees. I have chocolate covered cherries and veggie straws. And then he's got, he's got him some type of munchies that he got from his brother. And also, <laughs> Rudolph. Um, we also got, and then he might make him some popcorn or something. I don't know. Don't know what all he has for himself. But yeah. I used to do that and then have cocoa. I had cocoa a lot at Christmas time because I used to listen to Delilah all the time when she would do her dedications and stuff like that. And um, so I would do that. I would get one ornament per year. You know, I haven't done that for a long time, so that's kind of fucked. That tradition kind of got screwed. But... I would get an ornament that reminded me of that year and I would put it up on the tree so I had it. And I even got one for Gretchen for her first, you know, Christmas with me, basically. But yeah, that kind of got screwed when I moved back to middle of nowhereville. All my traditions kind of got fucked. But 
then there was one where, that I did where I would get, you know, I would, I would, basically, I would sing certain songs on Christmas Eve that I used to do. I used to sing certain songs a cappella. And you might, I might just pull that one out. Just rekindle that one. I might, I might, you never know. But, because this one song, I cannot do it with music. I can't. I just can't do it. I have to sing it a cappella or it screws it up. Also, I would always make Jesus a birthday cake every Christmas Eve. Sometimes it'd be a little earlier if my assistant was there, especially if I wanted to make a special cake that I, because I can't decorate worth a crap. And I always liked making him a real special one, you know, that I would always remember. One year I made him a jello cake that was so freaking yummy. Oh, so good. Kind of wish he could have been there to have some of it because it was really good. It was, it was a strawberry cake. Poked holes in the top of it, and you 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 make the Jello while it's nice and hot, and you pour it over the top of it, and it was orange Jello. We then you let it, you put it in the fridge, you let it cool off, put Cool Whip on it, and then I put maraschino cherries on top. It was so freaking good. Oh, I loved it. And then one year it was a spice cake with gumdrops on it, and you guys, those that are Christians will know what I'm doing here. But it, it had exactly, and I could not make this up, 33 gumdrops on it. Yeah, which is how old Jesus was when he was crucified. I don't know if anybody who's not a Christian knows this, but that's how old Jesus Christ was when he was crucified, 33. And I'm like, dude, how did I pull that one off? And she's like, oh, that is a perfect one. Stop right there. You don't need any more num any more gumdrops. Because it did. It was perfect. I mean, the cake was just, the way I had them spread out, it was perfect. And I did not count the gumdrops. I was just dropping gumdrops on the cake. And then we took the, we took the icing that we had. We ha I had a squeeze tube of icing. And we just went through them with a squiggly line and put sprinkles on the cake around the gumdrops so good oh my gosh it was so good I couldn't have done that again if I tried 33 gumdrops I would probably have to if I wanted to do that I'd have to specifically count them because there's no way I could have just manually done that without knowing it but we did that and like I said I don't make the traditional Christmas dinner because my family they always have to have the traditional ham turkey blah 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 well, at least they used to until I moved the first time. Now they switched it up. So who knows what they're going to be having this year. But, yeah, they specifically, they switched theirs now. And, yeah, they have a new tradition now where they don't do the same old stuff. And, you know, we always did that. Yeah, those were a lot of the traditions I adopted. And like I said, my last one, 
I'm gonna play it with the regular music and then I'm probably gonna just stop the playlist and have my friend over here play you that song again. And again, I'm probably gonna cry because it kills me every year, especially telling this story. But I borrowed a tradition from a Christian radio drama called Down Gilead Lane. And every time I tell this story, I cry because it it's heart-wrenching. It really is heart-wrenching. Oh, I love this song. Okay, I'm going to be quiet and just let you hear this one because I love it. You probably couldn't hear the guy's voice very well, but check out the song, The Ghost of Christmas Eve. It's by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. It's freaking good. Freaking good. I love it. But, yeah. <laughs> Little drummer boy. Anyway, let me grab a drink real quick because my voice is cracking and I will tell you about my a tradition that I absolutely love I borrowed this tradition from a radio show called Down Gilead Lane. And I'm going to just tell a detailed story because it wouldn't make sense if I just told you what I do. Basically, there is a Christian family, the Morrisons. They are John and Mary, who are the parents. They have five children, Brooke, Justin, Mike, Haley, 
and Timothy. And basically, they it starts around Easter when John Morrison, he's a judge, and he saw this case about this little three-year-old child named Hope. And he they were he was telling about him. Well, they asked him, hey, can we bring her in for Easter? Which he's like, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to be involved in something like this, but, you know, but he managed to do it. Somehow he pulled it off. I don't know. I can't remember exactly how they pulled it off, but he pulled it off. And, um... So they come home and Mary's really sick, okay? And so they told Hope to stay away from her. She's sick right now, blah, blah, blah. You know, so the kids were basically entertaining her. They weren't used to some of her lingo and stuff like that because she's been in foster care. But she's talking about, said something about my crib, meaning my bed. But the kids were just not used to her saying that. You know, they weren't used to a little kid talking like that so they kind of just kind of threw them off because they were they were all christians so and hope you know really wasn't she was really young so she was really able easily influenced well turns around and she goes and she steals cigarettes because she thinks mary's a smoker right and she comes back and she brings her the cigarettes and she says, well, my mom said that they'd make me make her feel better. So I brought you these, you know, because that's what she knows. And so she's sitting there and she's like, what the heck, you know? Mary's thinking, what in the world? You know, but she doesn't yell at hope or nothing like that. She just... <clears throat> She sits there, she's like, oh, wow, okay, you know, she, and then she comes down, and she's talking to the kids, and they, they teach her all about Easter, you know, and so she has all these different adventures and things like that, Hope has all these wonderful adventures with the family, they just have all these adventures together, well, then Christmas rolls around, and like I said, Hope don't know this stuff. She They start doing the Coleraine Christmas, which is a big town Christmas thing that they do. The family, they make cookies to give to the neighbors. They make a bunch of cookies. And Hope just did not understand Christmas traditions at all. And she was sitting on the staircase. I remember this so vividly. She was sitting on the staircase... Justin comes down to do something, and he scared the crap out of her. And she's like, Justin, you scared me. And Justin's like, Hope, what are you doing awake, dear? Well, he makes her come sit with him on the couch, and he goes, tell me what's going on. You just haven't been yourself. What's the matter? And she goes, I don't understand this Christmas stuff. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. All these traditions, all this stuff. And he goes, well, Hope, what do you do for Christmas? And she says, well, my grandma 
I was gonna go with my grandma. She was gonna, you know, we were gonna have monkey bread for breakfast. He goes, monkey bread? He goes, yeah. She's like, yeah, and new jammies. Now, mind you, this is like a, I'm not sure if she had a birthday yet. So she was about, like I said, three or four years old. And she was not, she did not have a forever home. She was basically a foster kid that they took in. And so they're sitting there and he goes, monkey bird. Hmm. Okay. And she's talking about the new jammies. And she goes, yeah, so we can look good in our Christmas pictures. And he goes, okay. Well, the next morning, Justin says, hey, guys, can you do the cookies yourselves? She says, I have something to look up. And he goes, I'm, I've got, I have some things to do. And they're like, okay, no problem. You know, they, none of the kids argued with him or nothing. They were just like, okay, no problem. And so, so they did that. They go and they get all the cookie stuff and they get back to the house. They just couldn't understand hope. Hope was just not into the Christmas at spirit or anything at all. And they were, you know, this one girl, Tiffany Richter, the daughter, Maya, she was a Christian. And Tiffany, the older daughter, was making fun of the Morrisons because, oh, the Brady Bunch. Because now there were three girls and three boys. So they were poking fun at him. She was. And Hope didn't understand her, you know, because she was just little. She goes, now you guys could have your own TV show, you know, when they were at the coloring Christmas. She goes, what's your name, sweetie? You know, acting all innocent, like, and she's like, Hope. <clears throat> you know, and she says, well, now you guys could have a TV show. There's three girls and three boys, you know, making fun of the Brady Bunch. And I'll tell you what, if I was that mo girl's mom, I'd have probably cracked her ass. I'm sorry. That girl needed her ass beat more than once. But, yeah. But, of course, the mom didn't care because the mom was a stuck-up person too at first then things happened later on in the show that changed her opinion but yeah <clears throat> so anyway you know hope didn't understand christmas didn't like christmas nobody could figure out why well then john pulls brooke justin mike Haley, and timmy aside and says we need to talk guys real quick before she gets down here he says we have to be patient with hope guys i went into her profile because i was wondering what was going on as well and she was supposed to go home last year to live with her grandmother for christmas her grandmother was in remission from cancer she was supposed to go home and sp <clears throat> spend christmas with her grandmother and just so happened that her grandma had a relapse. The cancer came back just out of nowhere and killed her. And so Hope didn't get to go home. And they're like, oh, man. So they do this thing called the Christmas nest. And Hope's laying in the middle. It was a bunch of blankets and stuff. And she, they put her in. <clears throat> and they did their, you know, they read the Christmas story on Christmas Eve. Well, this part's what kills me. So, Christmas morning, they wake up. Mary and John are the first ones up. And Brooke. They come downstairs, and they're like, I smell coffee. 
what in the world? I could get used to this, Mary says. Because Justin and Brooke were home from college. So they come out. Mike and them come down and Hope and Timmy and Haley. And they're like, Justin, where are you? And Justin goes, in the kitchen. I'll be out in a minute. He comes out, you guys, and in his hands, he's carrying a pan of monkey bread. And Hope just lost it. Completely broke down. Just. Oh, God. You had to play this now. No, no, no. I can't do this. Or that. <laughs> there. No. Okay. I love those three songs, but with this, I can't do it. <laughs> um, especially that one. Oh, you'll see why. So, <clears throat> we were sitting there, and I'm listening, and he has a thing of monkey bread, and they're like, monkey bread? He goes, I looked it up online yesterday. He says, I think we should add Hope's tradition as well. And he goes, Mike. Would you go into the kitchen and get what's in the kitchen, please? Or in the dining room. So he walks in and Mike's like, there's presents in here. There's presents in here. So he comes in. And the mom, Mary, is like, what in the world? And Hope's, Hope is just standing there like, Justin. All of a sudden, he said, Hope, open yours first. So they open the present. You know, Hope opens it. And she goes, new jammies. And, um. <clears throat> yeah, like I said. And they were those pajamas with the feet on the ends. He goes, so we can look good in our Christmas pictures, right? Hope. And she's like, Justin. And she's in tears. I'm bawling my fucking head off. Point to the point where I am just squalling like a baby. <laughs> Cue the witch sound effect. That was me. I was literally, and it was no fake crying. It was bawling. I mean, just tears are rolling crying. I mean, I was tearing up a tissues, tearing up a box of tissues crying. Oh, God. Like, the witch, when she's crying, it's like, <laughs> she's just fake. It's all fake, man. That is the fakest cry I've ever heard. No, I was literally, that sound effect would actually fit me better than it fits her. <laughs> because I was literally, I was sobbing so hard, you could have heard me for miles. And, uh, the first time I heard it, I was a mess. Oh my God. The witch couldn't compare to me when I was on, when this episode came on, because I was a fucking ball baby. And, oh, it gets worse. It gets harder. Because then they're like, here, Hope, open this, you know? And they're giving her the presents that they get her, right? And she goes, but I didn't get you nothing, you know? Because she didn't feel that she was accepted, you know? She didn't feel she was wanted. And she's like, but I didn't get you guys anything. I didn't get you guys anything. And she's bawling her eyes out. Mary's like, it doesn't matter, Hope. We love you just the way you are. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I was a fucking mess. And so they're sitting there giving her her presents. And she's opening Christmas presents at the end. And I'm just, and they're telling her how much they love her and all this stuff. And I'm just, oh, yeah, it was bad. 
So basically, I adopted Hope's tradition of, of having monkey bread for breakfast for those little kids who right now don't have that forever home that they need. I adopted it. You know, I adopted Hope's tradition of having that monkey bread because that was something her and her grandma were going to do. They were going to have monkey bread in the morning and they were going to have they were going to have they were going to wear new pajamas. Yeah. That was the that was the tradition that they added. So, we're going to pause this. Oh. Wait a minute. Ah. We'll just make her play it. Stop. So I'm going to play this song and I'm probably going to cry again. But hey, you know. But yeah, I adopted Hope's tradition. And in honor of those kids, to give them a sign of hope. I'm going to play this for them. And probably cry, but you probably won't hear it this time, hopefully. Hey, Google. Play Christmas Carol by Skip Ewing. Okay, Christmas Carol by Skip Ewing. Here it is on Google Play Music. I was playing Santa Claus downtown on Christmas Eve When a little girl of three or four climbed up on I could tell she had a Christmas wish behind those eyes of blue. So I asked her, what's your name? And what can Santa get for you? She said, my name is Christmas Carol. I was born on Christmas Day. I don't know who my daddy is. And mommy's gone away. All I want for Christmas is someone to take me home. Does anybody want Christmas carols of their own? Well, all that I could say was Santa do the best he could. Then I sat her down and told her, I'll remember to be She said, I will, then walked away, turned and waved goodbye. And I'm glad she wasn't close enough to see old Santa. She said, my name is Christmas Carol, I was born on Christmas Day. I don't know who my daddy is, and mommy's gone away. All I want for Christmas is someone to take me home. Does anybody want Christmas Carol? Christmas morning, I got up and down the phone. I made a few arrangements at the county children's home. And they told me it would be alright to pick her up today. Now my little Christmas carol won't ever have to say. My name is Christmas. 
hey, Google, stop. Like I said, I knew it would kill me. <laughs> that song just gets me every time. So when you guys are doing your celebrations and your, your festivities today, tomorrow, think of those little Christmas carols out there that don't have that forever family. Think of them while you're celebrating. Stop and take a moment and think about them. And, you know, just remember that you guys have that forever home. You have that family of your own. So when you're out, you know, doing your traditions and stuff, like I said, I do not at all mind if anybody wants to use that tradition, even if you're not a Christian. But to have that for breakfast or have something for breakfast and just stop and think about Stop and think about those little kids that don't have a forever home. Not just little kids, but teenagers. You know, there are teenagers out there who want to be adopted too. So just think about them, you guys, when you're out having your fun. That's all I ask. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode, and I will be back shortly with another episode on Christmas Eve, just talking about the celebration, what we're going to do in more detail and stuff like that and do a few things. So I will catch you guys later.